Hello, travelers. Welcome back to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm so excited to be back again for another episode. This one's going to be particularly interesting for the travelers who really wish to enhance their trips by connecting more deeply with local cultures. We're all about cultural immersion here, right? And so today we're going to talk about language learning while on the move. How can you pick up new languages while traveling? Why is it beneficial? And what are those resources that you can use to ultimately enhance your experience? Hello and welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. My name is Sarah and I am a huge travel enthusiast and also the host of the show. I am so excited you are here. Women join this show so they can become empowered and inspired to get out into the world as their true authentic selves and say no to all the fears and stereotypes that surround solo travel. But that isn't all we do. We also inspire women in their everyday lives, whether it's at home, in business, or of course, my favorite area, traveling. So I invite you to sit back, enjoy the show, and become one of our empowered solo travel women. So you might be asking, why should I bother? Why should I even bother learning a new language while I travel? Isn't it just easier to stick to English or just learn a translation app, etc.? So while technology has made it very much easier to communicate in foreign countries without learning the language, there's something just deeply enriching about making that effort to speak in the local language of where you are traveling to. It doesn't only show respect for the culture you're visiting, but it also really provides you a unique window to the heart and soul of the place you're exploring. So getting into some practical tips for learning languages is really start with the basics, right? It could be incredibly helpful to know basic phrases and common expressions before you arrive. And that can include anything from greetings to common questions, numbers, directions, but just don't just learn to say these phrases. Make sure you also understand them when they're spoken to you, right? So don't just learn to say, where is the bathroom? You're also going to want to learn what responses could come to you, right? And you're going to want to understand what someone might reply back. Don't ask a question in another language if you aren't going to understand the response back to you in that language. You know what I mean? So if you're going to say, donde esta el baño? And the person tells you then in Spanish where the bathroom is. If you don't know those other phrases, it that question doesn't help you, right? So they're not gonna, you're not gonna say donde esta el baño, and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, go right near the kitchen and make a left. <laughs> they're gonna tell you it in Spanish. So make sure you truly understand, you know that the options of possibilities for responses that you might get, and also understand someone might ask you donde esta el baño. Uh, how do you reply back, right? So make sure you, you learn that full scope of what someone could respond, what someone might ask back to you, etc. And now I'm not saying you have to be fluent, you know, but really do try to learn different things. Ask where the police station is, learn how to ask where the hospital is, or if you need help, or hello, thank you, goodbye, you're welcome, you know, those common phrases. So that way, when someone says it to you, you know how to respond. But then when you say it to someone, you also know their response. Also, 
don't be afraid to dive into the conversation with locals. They're going to appreciate your effort. I know sometimes people think like, oh, I'm going to sound so silly or I'm not going to have the right pronunciation. Have you listened to my podcast episodes, guys? When I try to pronounce things, I butcher them. I butcher them. I try hard and I still butcher them. It's about making the effort though, you know, and that real life practice is going to really help you pick up that language faster. So don't worry about making mistakes. Native speakers totally make mistakes. They even make mistakes, right? And I I mean, I talk in English and half the time I say things wrong Um, and they're forgiving. People are forgiving. When you make an effort, they're just going to appreciate the fact you cared enough to try you know, and they're going to, they're going to be really pleased to see someone who's not from there trying to speak their language, trying to respect their culture and doing the best we can to immerse ourselves by learning the language. There's also, I'm not the biggest fan of language apps, um, but they're, they do come in handy. They at least could teach you some things. Um, I definitely opt into more getting a language coach or something like that, but apps like Duolingo, Babbel, Rosetta Stone even, you know, they can be really excellent tools to supplement your learning. So they provide different structured learning, you know, tracks and they can easily fit in your travel schedule or doing your hair in the bathroom. You can go over some phrases and you could practice during downtimes. I tend to listen to things in Spanish or in another language, like in Greek or wherever I'm going. Um, you know, one area that I am most comfortable in is Spanish. So I do try to learn a lot more of that. And I'll listen to them while on my plane or while I'm just sitting there cleaning my apartment or whatever that might be. Um, but the different technologies do do genuinely come in handy when you're trying to trying to actually, you know, learn a new language. You can also listen to local radio stations, watch local TV, stream local music. It's a fun way to pick up local dialects and accents and all that kind of stuff. My dad used to listen to like Spanish TV all the time because we in America, we get like Spanish channels and stuff like that. And my dad used to just sit there and listen to it. I, I don't know why he didn't really travel anywhere at all. But he just loved it, you know. He he would listen to it and you know kind of get there. Um, he would kind of get there and just kind of get dive right in. So it was quite interesting. Um, but it was pretty. It was pretty cool. And so another way to you know learn a language is carry a phrase book or a dictionary. So handing that ha- having a handy reference can make a difference in sticky situations, right? Whether it's a traditional book or a mobile app. Being able to quickly look up words will help. I actually, right next to me, I have a Western Europe phrase book and dictionary by Lonely Planet. Lonely Planet is just known for, you know, these type of little books. It is maybe three and a half inches by two and a half inches. So easily fit into a purse or pocketbook or, you know, Merce, all that kind of stuff. And this book covers Danish, Dutch, French, German, Italian, Norwegian, Portuguese, Spanish, Swedish, and Turkish. And so when you go in here, right on the inside cover, it's going to show different survival phrases. So yes, no, hello, goodbye, thank you. So let's look at German. Okay, yes is ja, and no is nine. Hello is hello, and goodbye is auf Wiedersehen. And then thank you is danke. You know, it kind of goes into that, and it gives you different abbreviations, Um, 
It'll give you different maps and then it goes into different sections. So let's go, I'm just gonna kind of do one with you right now because it would be fun. Let's go to Italian, okay? Now I have a lot of friends who actually know how to speak Italian. If you're listening to this, uh, hush, don't judge me, keep your opinion to yourself. <laughs> um, but it goes into different things. So let's go to the Italian section. It'll give you a little introduction. It'll give you vowel sounds, how to stress certain words, different symbols, different language difficulties, like basics. Do you speak English? Para inglés. Do you understand? Capish? I don't understand. Non capiscio. Uh, let's see. How do you? Como si? Um, como si pronuncia questo? Uh, that is how do you pronounce this? Or could you please is per favor? Um, and then different things like yes is si, no is no, please is por favor. Thank you is grazie, you're welcome is prego, uh, miscusi, excuse me. Dates and times, so what time is it, que ora e? And obviously Italian, as much as I still butcher pronunciation, I understand a little more because Latin, you know, all from the Latin, Latin foundation, like Spanish and that kind of stuff. But it'll say like days of the week, numbers, different months. What date is it today? Um, it'll teach you how to say different things. What's the weather? Uh, border crossing, I'm here for 10 days, or I'm going to XYZ, or I have nothing to declare. It tells you how to say all those things and then writes it out for you. And directions, you know, like dove la banca or dove il mercato. So where's the market? So dove instead of donde in Spanish, right? Then it says, um, like how far is it, okay? Quante distante, you know? It gives you all this stuff, accommodation. Where is the hotel? So, so dove un albergo, you know? So different things. Communications and baking, telephone, bank, sightseeing. When does it open? Uh, shopping. Where is? Where can I buy? I'm looking for. How much is it? Quante. Uh, books and music. Photography. How to meet people. So like, hello, buongiorno, hi, ciao, good night, uh, goodbye, arrivederci, uh, ciao for bye. Um, how are you? Come sta? Uh, bien, you know, different things going out. Uh, where can you find the clubs? So, dove sono de clubs? <laughs> um, different places to eat. Symptoms, so I'm sick, you know, me sento mal. Um, medical needs, all the different things in this book. It is so good, and like I said, it's super tiny, it's super lightweight, and you could take it with you anywhere. Everyone knows I am extremely passionate about travel. The one thing I wish though, is that I would have started at a younger age. This is why I am so excited to say that I am now sponsored by Little Passports. Little Passports is a subscription that allows children to start their life of exploration right from their own homes. With monthly boxes being sent directly to your child, they will come fully equipped with 
all different ways to learn about world geography, animals around the world, oceanography, so many amazing things. So not only are they having fun, getting to explore, but also learning amazing, amazing things. So definitely check them out. You can get 10% off by clicking the link in the description of this episode. Happy exploring. Another really good tip to really immerse yourself in language is to join a language exchange. So this is where you're going to teach someone your language and then they teach you yours. So it's a win-win situation and it's a really cool way to learn while also making new friends. So there's a couple different websites like Tandem or ConversationExchange.com that can really connect you with those language exchange partners. So that's a really interesting way to do it. Um, But Obviously, no matter what route you take to learn a new language, it can feel daunting, right? And it's perfectly normal to feel intimidated. You might be afraid of making mistakes or worrying that people might laugh at you. Like I said, I butcher things, so I'm always worried someone's going to laugh at me. But remember, it's okay to be imperfect. And it it really is more important to make an effort because most locals are going to appreciate that. As we mentioned earlier, Online courses can be incredibly helpful. And so I wanted to give you a few that you might find useful. So um, italki is, connects you with language tutors for one-on-one lessons. It's great if you prefer something more structured and want to learn from a native speaker. Speaker. There's also LinkQ. LingQ is a language learning platform that uses real word text and audio to teach languages. So it's useful for more advanced learners who want to refine their skills. We also have um, PIMSLUR. It's an auto-based language learning method, and it's great for learning on the go. It's designed to really help you start speaking and understanding quickly uh, a new language, making it ideal for travelers. And then also, I actually have a friend. She's another travel expert. Her name's Jess. She is uh, fluent in multiple different languages. So if you're ever looking for someone who like more of that one-on-one coaching and you wanna like go with someone that is here or someone that you can actually have a friendship with, et cetera, she is wonderful. Um, so just let me know and I can definitely put you in touch. So now let's deep dive into some specific languages. So we've picked four of the most, I've picked four of the most spoken and popular languages amongst travelers, which is Spanish, French, Italian, and Mandarin. So let's start with Spanish. Spanish is the second most spoken language in the world and it's official language in over 21 countries. It's a phonetic language, which means words are pronounced as they are written. So K, Q-U-E is pronounced K. Um, Spanish TV shows and music are quite popular worldwide. So engaging with those could be a really enjoyable way to pick up the language. So shows like Money Heist or songs from artists like Shakira or Bad Bunny can be just a fun starting point, right? Just somewhere like fun to like actually start picking things up. Um, Also than any of the tips that I gave before. But what's really cool is, yeah, when when you're reading Spanish, most likely you can learn to pronounce it by just sounding it out. Um, where I have a hard time is when I'm, I'm writing, I have a hard time writing in Spanish. I can typically read it. I could typically understand it. If someone speaks slower to me, I could, I know how to formulate responses back, but when it comes to writing, that's, that's where I struggle. Now, French is known as the language of love and it's widely spoken in many parts of Europe and Africa, but 
I butcher French all the time. The pronunciation can be very tricky. So listen to as much smoke spoken French as you can impossible. French radio stations, movies can be really excellent resources. Um, learning how to conjugate verbs can be a challenge in French, uh, but apps like Les Conjures can be a really good help. Um, I, I, I would say French is probably the hardest language for me to pronounce. Italian is the next. It's spoken primarily in Italy, but it is a very beautiful, it is expressive. They often use gestures, like we all know Italians. I'm half Italian, I talk with my hands all the time. And so they often use gestures along with speech, which can actually help you learn um, what people are saying. Um, and it can be helpful to learn a few basic hand gestures to complement your language skills when speaking Italian. And learning about the food, because Italian cuisine is popular worldwide and it's also just such a heart of their culture. Learning about the food could be a really fun way to improve your Italian vocabulary. So that could be a good fun way to start. And now finally, let's talk about Mandarin. So Mandarin is the most spoken language globally and it's the official language of China. The tones are incredibly important in Mandarin as the tone use can change a word's meaning. Okay, so pending the tone you use, it can completely change what you mean by the word, right? It's kind of like an American if you say, well, I'm going to be blunt. If you say the F word, right, it can mean many different things based on the tone, right? Um, so learning the four different tones in Mandarin and practice listening to them in a speech is going to be a huge, huge, huge tip for you as you're learning the language. Also, characters can be quite daunting, but don't let that like deter you from learning. Start by learning pinyin, which is the romanticized system for transcribing Mandarin pronunciation. Um, it's not an easy language to learn, right? But it can be done if you just keep in mind the tones and the characters and really just pay attention as you're learning. So hopefully, hopefully these tips, you know, have given you some starting points for learning some different languages. Um, and it, you know, just remember, it's not about being able to offer to order a coffee or ask for directions. It's about being able to connect with the people and the cultures on a deeper level. So I say, give it a try, see how it enhances your travel experience. And until then, I just wish you the best learning a new language and diving into a culture. And so let me know if you've taken any of these tips into consideration. Let me know if you have any tips on how you've learned the languages. But until next time, happy traveling.